I'm your host, Jay Wald, and welcome to another weekly podcast of Deeper Dive, sponsored by Plantation SDA Church. This is season four, episode 37. And guess what? I believe it's 37, right? That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good memory. Man, I'm pretty good. Very good. Um, don't tell them, don't edit that. I want them to know I can, I can think. But, uh, like a dollar, right? I just want to say thank you. This, uh, I want to, before we finish, I want to thank you for taking over last week. You did a, hey, a wonderful how job. How was your birthday, Joe? How was it? Was How's it good? Birthday? I, yeah, my wife fat me up. She did. She did. That's good. Yeah. She fat yeah. me up. I had, I had gifts. You know, my, I had three. I had uh, three sheet cakes. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Just for you. Yeah, yeah, wow. my, yeah, yeah. I didn't eat them all, thank goodness. Yeah. But yeah, but it was a good birthday. September is a good month. So I can say that. Yeah, we'll have birthdays in September. That's right, man. We had some good birthday people. Yeah, Michael, good brother Michael. Today's <laughs> yeah. my mother's birthday, so it's a good month. Oh, okay. Wow. We, we have to do a shout out for that. That's a good month. I told you September is a good month. But Don, I want to thank you once again for just taking over uh, for interviewing the, our new youth pastor. Do you have a name uh, for me, Joe? Uh, for for month? No. For Ooh. new pastor. I don't know yet. Yet I have something before the end of the day. Oh. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I have something. I've been thinking. <laughs> very good, very good. I know. Moving on, I want to thank all of our podcasters for taking the time out and also for the support. Remember, if any questions, comments, concerns you may have, please contact us via text uh, or WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. And as we always ask to subscribe to our channel uh, at www.plantationsca.tv. Mm-hmm. So, guess what we have on the line here? We have the biggest Pathfinder person I know. You think so? I think he's the hardest working oh, man in plantation. He is. I think he's the hardest. Can you imagine? James, James Brown don't have nothing on this brother. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, too he's ahead. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> we have fun on here, Mozart. We have fun. But I have to I have, I have to make it official. Now I need to go back to do my job. I okay. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, uh he's a head elder, he's pathfinder leader, he's a brother, he's a father, and most of all he's a friend. Yeah. I would like to 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 bring back on here. I think he's been here like four or five times. I know. Uh, yeah, Elder Mozart Porcina. Welcome, brother. I'm, I'm also a husband. You can't leave that, that part out. My, my husband before It sounds better coming from you. It sounds better coming from you. It sounds better coming from you. You're allowing me to get some brownie prawns. Thank you, There you go, bro. I want a big sheet brownie for from your wife. <laughs> Welcome, my brother. It's good to have you on, brother. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be with you and Don on this Deeper Dive podcast. So thanks for yeah. having me. We appreciate it, man. As we always do, let's do the word of prayer and we can move on. Father God, thank you once again for all you've done for us, Lord. You have continued to show your love and mercy each and every day in our lives. We ask you to continue to fill us with the Holy Spirit, Lord. And we continue to ask you to bless this podcast, Lord, that it will go out to someone somewhere. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen. 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 
All right. So I don't know even where to begin. 73 <laughs> Pathfinder, Pathfinder Day, 1950. It's been that long, Mo? Well, it's it's been longer, actually. Pathfinders actually started in 1907. But oh, wow. the, conference, the conference did not officially recognize it or make it for or formalize it, if you will, yeah. until 1950. Mm. Wow. Oh, wow. And were they doing the same kind of things as what they do now? Do you know? Well, I think it was back then it was more of the, the survival things that were going on. Right. You know, right. Um, but then they, you know, they, I guess, moved it and tried to combine more of the spiritual and the outdoorsy survival thing that we have today. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. Okay. Right. So uh, the, the theme title you said for the Pathfinders was it's never too early to go with Jesus. Uh, was that um, a group-wide? Um, no, that, that was the title of my sermon. Mm-hmm. The okay. actual theme, the theme for um, World Pathfinder Day this year was "Go with Jesus." Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I just want to get it right. What it, what you have there? Mm-hmm. Um, well, what is this? What is this International Capri thing that's coming up? You, mm-hmm. you say it happened every five years. Talk to me about that. Oh yes. Oh, wait. That's the... mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. Sorry, I can't wait. So you go ahead, Mo. Go do it. <laughs> okay. Explain no. what it is. I mean, I can, I can wait. I can no, wait. No, 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 wait, no. But... You can't explain it. You, it comes better from you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the the international campery is the most exciting event in pathfindering mm-hmm. because not just it happens every five years and it's the anticipation, but it's what that event brings because mm-hmm. not only does it bring over 40,000 pathfinders, youth and adults in one place together under you know the one common thing, but it also brings Bible stories to life mm-hmm. because of the play they have every single night because pathfinders get to know each other and, and, and just make new friends from different countries. Nice. You know, that's why it's international because mm-hmm. several countries participate in this campery every five years. And then there's the excitement of, of traveling to the location because of the, the, the different excursions that we do on our way there. So, I mean, just, and then the activities that the kids get to do on a daily basis while they're there for that whole week. It's the longest camp event um, that takes place um, because usually camperies are just or campouts are just like a weekend this one mm-hmm. is an entire week you know wow. and most people they travel from one weekend to the next weekend and That's so nice. it's just exciting you know and um, I can feel the excitement building already at at, uh, at our church so we're looking forward to going to Gillette, Wyoming in August of 2024. Wyoming? Yes, sir. Can I come? Can I come? Anybody can go there. 
<laughs> you can register and and go if you'd like. Okay, because I, I mean I haven't done any camping in like God knows when. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> How's the camping gonna be this time? Though? Is it gonna be? Because I know there's like a lot of mountainous ranges around the area. How's it? Yeah, gonna be? but it's the the area the campground itself is is flat. Okay. Um, we're not going to have any issues. There's a lot more buildings around mm. in this particular area. Mm. Um, it's going to be, it's just going to be great. It's going to be nice. Okay. It's going to be fun. It it's is going to be exciting. It is. What's the theme? What's the theme for this year? Can you share that with us? For um, believe year? the promise. The promise. Believe, okay. believe the promise. Believe the promise. Okay. Yes. And that who's the Bible character about? That's the story of Moses. Yeah. Hey, Moses. Yeah. 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 Every single time they have this thing, it's just so good. Oh my goodness! That at the end when they do all the the um, dramatic stuff with all the different characters, oh, it's amazing. So. Yeah. Similar. So, so I'm, I'm sure you guys are bring back photos and pictures and all that good stuff. You just said you were going, Joe. Oh. Um, I got to I got to check with wifey first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you have to do that first. Go ahead, Don. I think you had a question, didn't you? No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. You talked about in your sermon. Um, who is a pathfinder? Mm. I'm sorry, I talked about in my sermon. Yeah, what is a pathfinder? That was like the first question you asked. What is a pathfinder? What a pathfinder is, a- is uh, someone who goes ahead, who makes a way, who blazes the trail for those who are coming behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, that is what a pathfinder. so, but before that, you become an adventurer. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you're going to be all technical about it, Mr. <laughs> Joseph. Um, remember, remember this our is our podcast. Day, and, uh, yes, it is. It is your podcast. <laughs> in the modern day, uh-huh. um, you know, age-wise, there's a separate category for those who are younger than 10 mm-hmm. because they're still very much dependent on their parents. So Adventurers is, is geared to be more of a family club because we mm-hmm. want parents to engage with the kids in those adventure activities. But then when they become 10, the fifth grade, those pathfinders are to become more independent and then to engage more with their peers and mm-hmm. make friends and develop these, you know, survival skills to, to, to learn to develop their own walk with God as well. Um, and the, the Bible activities that we do in the club. And so, and that, when they can truly begin to try to forge a path or go before and you know the pathfinders are going before the adventurers you know and leading the path so that when the adventurers get to where the pathfinders are they will know how to do it exactly okay thank you brother so you chose sam dave and joe to start yes. our discourse about pathfinders, why did you choose those three characters from the Bible? Because I was looking for characters 
who God chose from when they were very young. Because these pathfinders, again, starting at the age of 10, Mm-hmm. And a lot of these characters, characters that I talked about, they were between that age of 10 and 15, mm-hmm. where God had chosen them um, to forge a path. Right. I mean, Samuel, I mean, his mother dedicated him from whence he was a baby, but mm-hmm. he didn't truly begin being that messenger of God until he was around 7 to 10. Mm-hmm. Because he he started to, I think God, I read in the Bible that God even had a message for him to give to um, Eli. Mm-hmm. Is it Eli? Yes, yes, you're this right. Because of, because, because of the way that Eli's sons were, mm-hmm. you know, not mm-hmm. doing what they were supposed to be doing as, mm-hmm. as priests. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to just... I was trying to get the kids to relate to somebody their age. You know, that's why I wanted to use those characters. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids are very familiar with David. That was going to be an easy sell. But Joe, not many young people know about Joe, especially the history mm-hmm. um, about why, you know, and his grandmother. And I thought that would be something interesting, mm-hmm. something new for them to learn and to see. Mm-hmm. Even as as young as seven, so even for adventurers, you know, mm-hmm. imagine being that young and you're a king. It's crazy exactly. because today young people can't even imagine walking down the street by themselves, mm-hmm. like walking mm-hmm. a mile to go to church or something right. without yeah. being in a car. <laughs> you know, yeah, sure. or they can't they can't even do their laundry. Mm. Uh, at this age, or maybe parents won't let them. I don't know. But I wanted the the, the young people, even the adventurers who are listening, even though it was an adventure day, just to know that God can use you, and it's not too early. It's not so they shouldn't think that they're too young mm. to okay. do anything, because God can use you at any age. Amen. So that kind of ties into your first point because you had three points where age is just a number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you, uh, how do you encourage young people, especially pathfinders, age the pathfinder age group because they go through so many changes from the age of ten all the way through to just before they leave. How do you yeah. encourage them to say, "Look, guys, you know you're young, but you need to use your youth." As, an, as something that God can use? How do you encourage them to do that? You know, I think plantation might be a good example of a church that tries to do that when we, we encourage the young people to take part in every part of the service. Mm-hmm. So they can have a say, they can feel some type of ownership or some kind of um, belonging mm-hmm. because they get to play a role. And mm-hmm. I like, you know, Plantation has been doing that for years where we have youth or children's day when they have the children preaching, the children doing every right. aspect. Right. And that's, we wanted to do the same thing um, this time with making sure the Pathfinders were doing something in every aspect of the service. Um, mm-hmm. If I had enough time to 
a pastor preaching um, mm. instead of me. But, you know, we try to encourage that by just talking to them and presenting them opportunities to use their gifts because mm -hmm. we see the many gifts that these young people have, whether it's gifts for singing, gifts for writing, gifts for acting, mm -hmm. gifts for organization, gifts for musical instruments. I mean, so many things that God can use these young people for. And we just try to create a safe place mm -hmm. for them to be able to use these things and to know that their opinion, their thoughts, their talents are appreciated and valued. Mm -hmm. Amen for that. Amen for that. Um, you know, I think about that. I think about our brother Joey, you know, when he spoke about his sermon a couple mm -hmm. of chapters ago about he puts mm -hmm. himself into the youth and mm -hmm. it's plain to see that he does this. Oh, yes. You know, this guy has a testimony out this world. And yes, I want to thank him for that and the other leaders for that. And I want to pick it back on Don and finish up. Well, you have two more of uh, when you decide to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. The next one was when you said you understand uh, that Jesus doesn't compete. Mm -hmm. and Man, just, that's, um, that's a tough one. That, that that's one was a deep one. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that one was for everybody. Yes, it was. It was. Myself included, because I mean it's 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 simple, but mm -hmm. it's complicated. But we have to understand that you know Jesus wants all of us. Yes. But he doesn't. But he doesn't need us. That's why he won't compete. Mm. He wants us so badly. Imagine that he would have come to this earth just for one of us. He would have to be reconciled back to the Father. Yeah, he would have. But we have to want it. We have to want it because he is not going to try to force anything. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, so I, go ahead. In, in, in our in our daily lives, it's a constant struggle, you know, for us to want to be with him to show that we want to be with him on a daily basis mm -hmm. because he's just ready, willing and waiting mm -hmm. just for us to say, I'm here, Lord. I did say, I want to go with you, mm -hmm. but he's going to say, but your actions don't reflect that. That's true. Yeah. The things That's true. that you do, the things that you say, don't reflect that. so do you really want to go with me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Want it bad for yourself, just like anything in this world that we want, right? Because when yeah. we set a goal, we want to buy a house, we will do what we need to do to save the money to do so. When we want to get a promotion, we will do whatever we need to do because we want that promotion, and nothing else that may be in our lives will disrupt our motivation to get to that. Mm -hmm. When we say that we want to go with Jesus, it's got to be with that same intensity that nothing is going to keep us from going with him. Mm -hmm. hmm. How do you translate that to the, the pathfinders who are now, they're all in school and they're all trying to go to college because they want to 
study this so they can better themselves, get the job, et cetera, et cetera. How do you let them know that there has to be that balance of knowing that, yes, as you do this, you're making sure that you're doing this because God has asked you to do this? Great question. Yeah. And that's a tough one because when you start talking to pathfinders who are a certain age, whether it's, you know, they're going to be at different maturity levels. Yeah. But one thing that we do know, it is all about your own personal walk, right? There has to be a point where they have to understand that. I know that parents, we say that to our kids all the time, even as they're growing up. We're saying that you have to have a personal relationship. You can't, you're not, you're not going to make it to heaven based off of me. It's going to be based off of you. And the only thing we can say is until you have that relationship with him, you have that understanding with him. You're not going to be able to, you're not going to really be able to translate that. Yeah. God is not, Jesus is not going to compete because you don't have that experience with him. You're mm-hmm. coming to church. Yes. You have all these skills and talents. Yes. You like to be at church because of your friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you will do whatever they ask you to do. Yes. Because you like to be here. And maybe yes, because you love Jesus. However, mm-hmm. do you have the relationship with Jesus? Mm-hmm. Are you spending time with him? And that's, you know, spending time with Jesus, having a personal relationship is not an adult thing. Mm-hmm. It is a thing that people who believe and have accepted and have surrendered, that is a thing that they have. It is not an adult thing to have a relationship with Jesus. It is a thing to have when you've accepted him, when you've surrendered to him. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, when you surrender to him on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Amen. So young people are not quite there yet because in this young, at this young, in this stage in their lives, a little bit immature spiritually and physically and emotionally, right? And so all of the things that this world has to offer captivate them a lot more than what Jesus has to offer because they haven't truly had that experience with him. Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes it does come through experience, right? Because as you get older, you have experience. Man, God saved my life from this accident. Oh, my God healed my parents. Or God allowed me to get this job or get into this school wanting to. It's not until they truly, truly see these things mm-hmm. happening to them. Because they hear the testimonies, but it doesn't register until they have their own testimony. Yeah. yeah. It's true. That's yeah, it's, it's actually true. You're right. Uh, but I, I, I want to add to that, though. You know, the children see things that are more tangible, that mm-hmm. actually have uh-huh. a whole, whole experience or something, situation happened to them. Um, you know, when we look at our children now today, you know, there's so many things, like you said, that are a distraction. But, you know, they look toward us as well, you know, yeah. for what we do, for what we do. Well, they so do. They can, That's true. Mm-hmm. They do. You know, you know, they look toward us, you know, to set the goal. And I think that's why a lot of children, you know, it's, it's all structure in the family. It's a spiritual structure that you have in your household. Mm. 
and they see from that. And believe, I'm just saying, but God, God knows his heart. And that's, I think, I just thank God that God is not a God that just tries one time and gives up. He constantly comes after us. We have what you said. The second um, most powerful thing is the freedom of choice. Yeah. 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 I just wanted to yeah. add something. Um, working with the adventurers when they're so young, they get it. They understand what it's like because they haven't had the experience and everything. So when they hold on to Jesus, it's such a beautiful thing to see. But yeah. it's, I always used to wonder, okay, so now they become pathfinders, you know, and all of a sudden they don't want to do this anymore, you know? And that kind mm. of creeping compromises yeah. come in and all that kind of thing. And you just watch the progression of yeah. excited little people. And then they just become this kind of like whatever kind of people when they yeah. get because they lose something, right? They yeah. lose something when they reach that stage. And I don't know if it's the innocence that they've lost because, oh, Santa's not real and all these other things are not real. And mm -hmm. um, all, all, all my classmates being my best friend is not real. <laughs> and, you know, just they start to experience certain realities in life, unfortunately, and then uh, innocent, wholesome stories and experience and love that they had for Jesus doesn't take center stage anymore because it, then they start thinking about other people, yeah. you know, friends yeah. and how friends view them and how they view friends and what role do those people play in the lives that becomes more important. And then it's also the relationship with parents. And that's just a natural progression. As they're getting older, it's not all about what mom and dad say anymore. It's either going to be what the teacher says or a friend says. We're highly influenced, yeah. Yeah, that's where these, you know, they're going to lose that, that excitement for these wonderful things. It's true. It's true. Okay. Wonderful. Do you have anything else? Yeah, the last point. You will never yeah. be the same again. There you go. How do you we translate it to younger people that, you know what? When you hold on to Jesus, you're never going to be the same again. And I think that that, I believe, again, probably goes back to your experience. Mm. Because... Until you've needed Jesus so badly in a way that you are praying so fervently for, and then you see him come through, and that does something for you. That changes you, right? Mm -hmm. But when you're young, you're still dependent on your parents. A lot of the things that may happen to you that may be good for you, you may just translate it as your parents are able to do it for you yeah. or some other adult in your life has been able to do it for you and not truly Jesus coming through for you. Mm -hmm. And so they don't know that they choose Jesus. They'll never be the same until they experience that again for themselves. <laughs> and so... You know, if a child never experiences healing, and I mean real healing, you know, because when they're young, they might be praying for healing, but mom and dad are giving them stuff and doing stuff. 
And so, and God is healing them, right? Through whatever the parents are using, they don't translate it as God. That They're translating that truly as, okay, my parents gave me stuff to heal me, mm. even though they prayed for it. Mm. So it's hard to translate that to young people because there are too many things that... I mean, for lack of a better way of saying it, that are just more exciting than them thinking about how Jesus might change their life. It's crazy, right? It is crazy. It's crazy. But I think it's it's actually true because, I mean, (laughs) you know, sitting, I mean, not sitting, but I'm, I'm standing there, I'm trying to speak to these pathfinders and the distraction of them being on their phones and not listening, mm-hmm. you know, that is an example of them not being prepared to, to truly experience that knowing that they'll never be the same. And that because, is frustrating. It is. That is I frustrating. Mean, I mean, I'm sure that that will be frustrating for anybody. Anybody. Yeah. For anybody. For anybody, but th- again, that that goes to them not having had that experience. experience yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think. That's true. You have to have if you've never had an experience with Jesus, it's tough, you know. So, so you know, adults always talk about this, and I think there are truly some people out there who believe that if you were raised in the church your entire life. And you never left. You, your relationship or your experience with Jesus will never be as I don't know, maybe as strong or as powerful as the experience of someone who was out in the world and was down and out, and they found Jesus and they've come to Him and they're following Him. And they're so committed. I don't know if that's true or not. Because you can be in the church all your life and still have experiences with Jesus mm-hmm. that are profound. Right. Profound. And you know that there's nothing better out there. Mm-hmm. This is the only place that I could be. Mm-hmm. And I know that being out in the world and not being with Jesus is not going to be any better for me. Mm-hmm. And young people don't know that for several reasons because of the excitement of the world because they have sometimes in their mind because either friends or the things that they have around them or the people they have around them thinking there are there's so much to experience out in the world before i can say to jesus yeah i will follow you 100 percent yeah i'm ready to i'm ready to experience you only because there's so much stuff out there. And of course, we know that that's the enemy yeah. because we all know, and this is us as adults mature, we know that everything, it's so easy to do everything that is for you. Mm. Very, very easy. And Hodge and I were talking about that this morning. Mm. So easy to do bad things. It's mm. easy to eat bad. 
Oh, yeah. It's easy to just get up and not have a relationship with Jesus because mm-hmm. you just get up and you go do your life. You yeah. stop and pray or worship or sing or anything. It's easy to not exercise. You just do whatever you feel like doing. It's easy to mm-hmm. not build relationships. You just go through your life because you don't want to talk to anybody. It's easy to do the things. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that is worthwhile takes effort. That's right. That's true. That is true. Including including your walk with God. If we do it, if we do it fully committed to some of the other things that we're fully committed into our our lives. And some might even venture to say if you commit to God even half Mm -hmm. of what you do other things, you will never be the same. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Never be the same. And because then you, you'll have a you have a certain peace, you have a certain peace that you've never had before. You'll have a certain understanding you've never had before, a certain clarity you've never had before. Restored relationships, um, restored health. I mean, it's just the things that Jesus can do for us if we fully commit is is limitless. It's limitless. Amen, brother. And if you look in the, um, for the examples that you gave, you gave Timothy, you gave Paul, you gave so many <clears throat> different ones from the Bible, their lives were never the same again. No. It's been so amazing that every time we're still talking about it up to now. Exactly. So it's, it, it is, as you say, Mo, it has to be an experience. And sometimes I think as parents, we, we teach them all the right things and everything, and we put them in the adventures and pathfinders. We do all that stuff, and and we take them to all the different groups and the retreats. And the, but at the end of the day, they have to have their own. Yeah, they have to. They have to. We can't yeah. manufacture it for them. They've got to do it themselves. So then we've got to step back and let them go ahead. So yeah, yeah. it's. it's uh, it's a difficult process, but it's an important one. It's a very important one. That important and worthwhile. That yeah. is true. Amen. It's a, and just like I said, when I did the um, offertory, you get spiritual eternal dividends. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's what you get out of that. That's right. That's what you get. That's right. All right. Don, oh, this is a special one. I like this one. Yes, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, my brother, I want to continue to um, thank you for what you do with Plantation. You still, you still consider the hardest working man in Plantation. What about this out? You got to say it that way. The hardest working brother. Because <laughs> you, you are doing it, brother. But you know that's why I pray for you. You know, I told you, you don't you don't have a you don't have a plate. You have a platter. That's what you have, brother. <laughs> he really does. He really does. <laughs> but I want to thank you just for taking the time, my brother. Thank you even coming from work, brother, to do this podcast for us again. Um, um, is there anything else, Don, you got? Yeah. Thank you so much, the world's always, greatest host. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure mm-hmm. to do this. I, I forget how fun it is. And like, I, you know, I called you was it yesterday and i was yes. like you know, <laughs> give me the information you know because i don't i want to be ready you know mm-hmm. want to be ready and i want just to be just to be um 
helpful yeah. to those who would listen to it, you know. But you know, when I get to you guys and you know the question that you asked, the the probing question is just I I enjoy. It. So I, I keep forgetting that this part. <laughs> we, Next time, we gotta go. Play. We're not, yeah, we, we're not gonna hold that against you. It's understood. <laughs> totally understood. Oh, funny. Thank you, but Mo, like I said, blessings to your family. Continue doing what you do with God's help. Um, you, you. We pray for you as always, because we pray for each other. That's what we're supposed to do. Um, that yes. God will continue to uh, promote the kingdom each and every way. So, my brother, as always, we do. We have you to lead us out in a word of prayer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Lord, we thank you for just this, these few moments that we get to expound a little bit on the message that you allowed me to deliver on Saturday. And it was a message that was for the young people specifically, Lord, but I know it's a, applicable to each and every person who is alive, each person who has a hope to be in heaven, each and every person that struggles to have a relationship with you amidst the challenging things and distractions in this world but we're thankful that you love us so much lord that you've reminded us that we don't have to be too old or too young you could use us whenever we're grateful to know that you're a jealous god you can't compete with other things you want all of us yes you love us and we're so grateful lord so grateful so grateful for your love and your mercy so grateful for your son who came and died for us so grateful to just be part of uh your your, your army of people who are trying to keep the message to the world of your soon coming Mm -hmm. so i want to thank you for this moment i thank you for don and joe and their ministry here and whoever will be listening to this podcast Lord, that they will be changed if it was just one person heavenly father we praise your name for that we praise your name for that yes i ask you for these mercies these blessings lord in jesus's name i pray amen 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 amen. don is always a pleasure you know it is you make us complete she make us complete my brother (laughs) always always (laughs) yeah man i've been we do solos but um it's always better together (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.